0: TubeCityOnline.com. This is Two Rivers Thirty Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the Sport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Moniac area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, fall is here. It's hard to believe it's fall with the warm temperatures that we've had around the area for the past week. But that means that planning is well underway for 2017 in a lot of our local communities, including in the city of McKeesport. Our guest this morning is AJ Tedesco. He is the director of community development uh, for the city of McKeesport. Welcome back, AJ.
1: Thanks for having me on again,
0: Jason. No problem. Uh, coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to a developer who um, is just uh, making a big investment in the city. And uh, is also, there's been a lot of excitement about the store that that developer uh, is, is bringing to the city of McKeesport. But um, be- before we talk to him, AJ, uh, tell us, what are some of the projects that you're working on? That Walnut Street Corridor in the city really seems to be uh, uh, attracting a lot of interest right now.
1: Yeah, we, we are. We're, you know, we're really focusing in on that area. Um, it's not that we're, you know, taking our eyes off of the rest of the city. Mm-hmm. But um, it seems to be a lot of interest on that corridor. Um, if anybody's noticed, the the, uh, the old Capco site uh, was recently purchased by uh, Vaguely Welding.
0: So the Capco um, site, just to, uh, for people, to, that's sort of close to downtown Sport and that is... Um, well, if you're really old like me, uh, you remember when the Tube City Brewery was there, but um, it's sort of between 11th and 12th Streets there on Walnut Street.
2: Correct. It's a big, Correct. empty
0: metal building, and, and, and the company that was building it went out of business, unfortunately. There was some legal trouble there, <laughs> without going too <laughs> yeah, into too much was, detail.
1: Yeah, there's some 9-11 yeah. uh, contracting issues in, uh, of sort, and it's been empty for, I want to say, at least 15 years yep. until now. Um but uh, that was recently purchased by uh, Ed Vagley and Vagley Welding. Okay, and um, we actually recently sold the parcel of vacant land uh, across from the street uh, to him. So now he's we vacated the, the alley. He has both parcels, so he's going to build that up real nice there. If you go further along down Walnut, um, you, you start hitting you know the the former pre cooked metal site. Um, the the new Family Dollar was built there. The Rite Aid that existed. Aldi's across the street. Um, there's a parcel of land now that is is being um, marketed by CBRE. Uh,
0: That's a real estate company. Out.
1: Correct, and, and they're one of the largest in the country. Um, so, so I have a good faith in them that they're going to find a good tenant for that.
0: Do I do uh, I know correctly that there was a there's a parcel there and it might be the same one we're talking about that has been zoned for an office building or is that a different?
1: Site? Well. It, it, the, the, the owner of that lot was going to build the original plans, was to put an office space there. Okay. He has since uh, changed his mind on that. And he that's when he turned everything over to CBRE to market the parcel.
0: I want to ask you a little bit uh, more to describe what a community development director does in a community like McKeesport. I know there are a lot of needs uh, up and down the Mon Valley, but um, A.J. Tedesco is our guest. He's the director of community development in the city of McKeesport. But before we get to that, let me ask you, why do you think this... Interest all of a sudden in these these parcels of land.
1: Well, I, I think um, I think Speedway, as far as East Fifth, uh-huh. I think they came and and, and they, they they put their business there, and they proved everybody they could make money there. Okay, and, and it's something we here locally knew. Mm-hmm. We knew the traffic volume there. We knew what was going on there. I think when Speedway came, and, and I think if anybody takes a ride past there at any hour of the night um it's hard to even get in there sometimes yeah it, 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 it's it's one of their top grossing stores you know nationwide so i think they they prove that you can make money at that location and it's like a domino effect uh-huh. you know it, once one has success and you get copycats
0: well yogi, what yogi Berra said uh, it's so busy that nobody goes there anymore um <laughs> what's the best phone number to read if somebody has uh inquiry about uh, land that might be available in the city of mckeesport what's the best phone number to reach you at AJ?
1: Four one two six seven five five zero two zero, 675 5020 and my personal extension is 617. Or AJ- you can always contact my secretary, Melissa, and she is at 635.
0: Okay, 617 or 635, but the, the main office number there is uh, area code four one two six seven five five zero two zero. We are going to talk uh, a little bit later on in the half hour with one of the developers who's making a big investment. Uh, at the, I guess that would be the south end of uh, Sport. But before we get to that, AJ, tell us a little bit about what a community development director does.
1: Well, I... It may be different in different comu- communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wear a lot of different hats here. Um, you know, it goes from the spectrum of economic development, of, of dealing with the businesses that come in and, and searching out these businesses and, and, and really just building relationships with developers and, and, and uh, companies like CBRE, actually. Yeah. I, I, I have a, a, a gentleman that, that I worked with when we brought the family dollar to ourselves, Avenue, which, by the way, is 30% above their own projections. The sales are. So that, that, that is how well that family dollar on our avenue is performing.
0: Let me play, uh, let, so
1: people
0: let me play devil's advocate because that is, that is one of the roles that a community development director is, is talking with businesses. Let me play devil's advocate because I, I, I like you do, I look at Facebook and Twitter and, and the different websites and I see some of the comments that people make sometimes. And, and one of the negative comments that I've seen is, well, why do we need another family dollar or why do we need another discount store or another drug store um, why don't we get and you, know, you can name, insert whatever kind of re- retailer you want in there, Target uh, uh, Home Depot, Lowe's, um, whatever kind of retailer, I've even seen people want to know why isn't there a Starbucks for instance or a Whole Foods uh, why isn't McKeesport trying to get that, um, talk to me a little bit about do the businesses approach you do you approach the businesses and, and what has to happen, what, what's the match that needs to have to happen
1: well, it's both. I reach out to businesses and see if there's an interest, and and then there are businesses that reach out to us and see if there's interest. Um, we're not going to tell a billion dollar corporation, no, we don't want your business here. <laughs> you know, they, they, <laughs> they, makes that done, makes sense. You know, they they've done their, re, their research, and 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 you know, and actually, I think with the, the family dollar sales, they undervalued what they thought it could could do. Uh, myself and and the and the the, uh, the associate developer from CBRE, we thought it was going to be a home run because of the location. Um, the walk in traffic was going to be huge, yeah um, there's a lot of people out there that you know, don 't have transportation and, and, and it 's almost become a neighborhood grocery store yeah um,
0: the return of the but, of what we used to be yeah
1: and then I mean the, these big corporations you know they run demographics and, and that 's one thing that you know they look at the the age of a population, the, the income of a population. You know, I'd I hate to say it, but we're not going to get Neiman Marcus in here. <laughs> it's just, it's not, you know, that would be nice. Or, or Nordstrom's
0: but, probably, huh?
1: Yes, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and here's the thing. It, they would not come if they were not busy. Uh-huh. So they they are being, you know, they're making money. So that, that, that's the number one thing I'd say is they wouldn't be building these stores if people weren't going to them.
0: Yeah. Um, b- besides, uh, business development, what, what are some other things that community development does? Does, does it have a role in, in housing, for instance, or in, in neighborhoods, for instance? Uh,
1: absolutely. The, the code enforcement officers and the voting inspector fall underneath my department. So, uh, any type of, uh, home violations, grass, weeds, uh, gutters, things of that sort, complaints come into our department and we dispatch our ordinance officers to, uh, assess the situation, send letters, issue citations if necessary. Um, We'd rather not issue citations. We'd rather see the problem corrected. Uh, That that actually is a preferable action. Um, but um, we will issue citations and take people to the magistrate if needed.
0: That's got to be a big part. I mean, uh, uh, Mayor Mike Trepko at the council meeting this week was saying, you know, he's, he's got stacks and stacks of complaints that come in there um, day after day, week after week from residents, from tenants, from landlords, whatever, about um, vacant properties or people who are not doing property maintenance. That's got to be sort of a, a, a problem that is hard to get a hold of, huh?
1: It absolutely is. And with the you see a lot of internet sales of homes anymore, uh-huh. and a lot of outers, out of state people buying homes. We've had people buy homes that are condemned. Okay. And, and, uh, <laughs> and just,
0: they, they and they don't know. They don't do the, They haven't checked to find out that they're condemned.
1: Exactly, exactly. I mean, we've 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 gotten into arguments with people just in the last few months where somebody's bought a house that was condemned, and you know, we flat out told them Look, it's coming down.
2: You're tearing and, it down.
1: You know, you should have done research before you bought it. Are, but, uh, but it. it it's a struggle with what
3: the Internet sells, it really is. I
0: I want to bring uh, Spiro Papin in here in in just a few minutes. We have a a break to take as well, but um, I'm wondering if uh, maybe later on in the half hour uh, you could talk about, are there volunteer opportunities, for instance, for for people who live in a neighborhood, wherever it is, 10th Ward, 7th Ward, Christie Park, Hall Park, whatever, um, if if there are any volunteer opportunities that that people who live in the city um, might be interested in. uh, If you could think about those, maybe we can talk about those in in a couple minutes, Okay. Okay. Um, good. AJ Tedesco is the Community Development Director in the City of McKeesport. You can reach him by calling City Hall at 412. 412- extension 617. He's uh, interested in attracting new businesses to some vacant properties in the city and also interested in developing residential uh, properties as well. And as we just heard, uh, he's interested in hearing your complaints as well if you're a resident of the city of McKeesport. Uh, When we come back, we're going to have Spiro Papin on the line. He's a developer who has just uh, made a large investment in the city of McKeesport. We're going to talk to him a little bit about what his plans are and uh, why he was attracted to the city of McKeesport. You're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, and 88.1, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, WMCK.FM Internet Radio, and TubeCityOnline.com. We'll be back.
2: Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family. The foundation works with UPMC McKeesport as well as through the Mon River Fleet Partnerships in Braddock, Clairton, Duquesne, and McKeesport. If you would like to make a donation to the McKeesport Hospital Foundation or find out more about it, visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590.
3: Yes, I can. How are you?
0: I'm very good. And, A.J., you're still there, right?
3: I am still here. The
2: the
0: wonders of modern technology, which we don't have any of in this studio. Um, (laughs) Spiro, tell us a little bit about the investment that you are making up in the Olympia Shopping Center area at the south end of McKeesport.
3: Yes, right right next to the Olympia Shopping Center, we bought the old Ames location. Okay. It's an 82,000-square-foot building that we are renovating into uh, retail. And uh, community life is going to be relocating into uh, part of that facility.
0: What's going in the we other have, in the other part? Because you broke the internet when this was announced.
3: Okay, uh, we have Ollie's
0: bargain outlet, outlet mm-hmm. taking
3: thirty thousand square feet. We made a little over thirty thousand square feet. And That'll be uh, uh, then. We have ten thousand square feet available to the left of it that we are right now seeking uh, a tenant for. We are talking to a number of people, but. Uh, Uh, We have 10,000 square feet available there. And down on the street where Walnut Street is, we are looking uh, uh, to develop uh, a building there also uh, for some small shops. Okay. Small retailers there.
0: Um, it, it, next to the Ollie's, which uh, I, 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 I say this, I'm, I'm not being sarcastic at all. Um, uh, we, our website, TubeCityOnline.com, um, we have never, uh, I don't think, have a story that has gotten as big um, as announcing that Ollie's was uh, coming to McKeesport. I can't remember how many thousand people uh, commented on that story. Um, you, you've, you've made a substantial investment, though, in, in buying that old Ames location, which most recently was a, a Ford dealership. Uh, I think yes. you I think you're almost two million dollars uh, that you've invested yes. so far well,
3: a little over one point nine million okay um what
0: what attracted there. you to to that site and what attracted you to McKeesport?
3: Well, to be honest with you my my tenants attracted me to that site they wanted to be in McKeesport, and uh you know I was uh, uh a developer for uh community life. We've talked to them a number of times they wanted to be there and uh that's that's basically how that happened, and all these came to us basically okay. They loved, they loved the area. Uh, they loved the traffic. Uh, and they wanted, uh, they wanted to be in McKeesport. And, you know, it just, it just happened to uh, fall together very well.
0: The, the, the pieces kind of came together. I want to ask you, I don't want to diverge too much from, from our topic of, of community development. Um, uh, AJ Tedesco is on the line with us. He's the community development director in the city of McKeesport. And also talking with us is Spiro Pappin from uh, Beaver County. Um, if, if people recognize your family last name, um, they might know about your dad. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, yes. tell Luke us about Patton. your dad.
3: Yeah, my father now, he's 86 years old. Okay. Uh, years ago, he did have a restaurant there downtown McKeesport.
0: Okay. Which one was that? And, it was a Pappin's? Uh, he had
3: a Pappins? He had a Pappins family restaurant in McKeesport. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking it was probably in the early 80s, late 70s. I think it might have been and in the old
0: shopping mall that used to be there. It, I have a vague recollection.
3: You know, I haven't brought my father to come and look at the site, okay. and as soon as he does come, we're going to go take a, uh, take a ride downtown, and uh, uh, he'll show me exactly where it was. I was, I was a bit young at that time to, uh, to remember where it was.
0: But he's still with us and but doing well.
3: He's with us. He's doing very well. He comes to work every day, and, uh, you know, he's, uh, uh, he's, he's, he's very active. He's very active, thank you.
0: Am I remembering yes. correctly, too, that your dad also gave the late uh, former mayor of Pittsburgh, Bob O'Connor, gave him his start in business?
3: Yes, Bob O'Connor uh, worked for my dad out of high school. Okay. He ran our Roy Rogers division, and uh, uh, he he was in charge of all that, and he helped grow that company, to. 22 restaurants at one time <laughs> so know, Bob, then he then he left and uh, became mayor right? when
0: it went into politics and yeah and i he did it's uh it's funny how all these things come together um let, let's bring aj uh, back into the conversation aj it must kind of do your heart a little bit good um to hear someone like mr pappin say that his tenants want to be in mckeesport and he wants to be in mckeesport
1: absolutely i mean it shows a desirability and, and, and like we, we mentioned about the speedway on east 5th um i believe that that Mr. Pappin is going to make this a catalyst for even more development out that end. The the, the people are going to see the success that he has up there, and it's just gonna—it's gonna domino effect from up there as well.
0: Let, let me ask again. I'm gonna play devil's advocate as I did a couple of minutes ago with you. Um, certainly, the the, the perception um, of McKeesport, Sport and McKeesport's Sport's not alone in this. I, I would throw a lot of the Mon Valley communities uh, in there too. The perception is very negative, um, even among some of the residents. And I know that's something that frustrates the mayor and, and probably frustrates you as well. Um, but the the reality, in, in a lot of cases, especially with this commercial development, seems to be. The, the exact opposite, that, that the perception is in McKeesport is someplace they want to go.
1: Exactly. Uh, you know, I, I say all along in McKeesport, we have a poor self-image of ourselves. Um, we we need to first believe in ourselves before we expect other people to believe in us. And um, we need to stop thinking of ourselves as, you know, an area that's undesirable. We're not undesirable, and we're going to prove that. Um, Mr. Pappen is has been a godsend that he's going to prove that, you know, that business can be successful up there. Um, right now we have a grant that, that hopefully the state comes through that we're going to redesign that intersection of 48 and Walnut. And we're going to put a traffic light there, and then that, that's going to aid, aid even more development in that area if we can get that through
0: let's so, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about that intersection because that intersection is right near the the uh, olympia shopping center and i forget how many tens of thousands of vehicles go through that intersection every day but it's two state highways actually that connect there: uh, state route 148 and state route 48 and it's just a t intersection with a stop sign on one side and a yield sign on the other and unfortunately that there's there are some accidents there
1: if if you've ever tried there especially during rush hour yeah. To make a left from 48 onto 148, it's it's near impossible. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a dangerous intersection. It definitely needs to be done, um, but unfortunately, the city's current financial shape—you know—we we haven't been able to afford the the pay for the intersection. But hopefully, this grant comes through and and uh, with with some help with uh, another developer out there that that owns some property. Um, that we're going to get
0: this done. This is one of those things that I hear again and, and, and Facebook and Twitter, um, they're wonderful and they're also wonderful for spreading uh, misinformation and for uh, everybody's got a theory about everything. Um, I, I, I'm sure some people look at that intersection and they say well, well how much could it cost? You put up a traffic light and a couple of new signs and big deal uh, what does that cost? What, what kind of price range are we talking about to put a traffic signal at that intersection and redesign it to make it safer?
1: We're looking around the, in the ballpark of three hundred fifty thousand dollars.
0: Three hundred fifty thousand, so almost a half a million dollars, or more than a quarter million dollars, to just to, just, to, just to just to just to quote, and I'm making the those scare scare quotation marks with my fingers, just to put a traffic light in and, and some improvements. Correct. Okay, and that's a little bit outside of the reach of the uh, city of Sport taxpayers.
1: Uh, exactly, exactly, but it's needed. It's definitely needed.
0: And and where was that? Where is the grant uh, application going to?
1: it's with the uh it's with the state it's called a, a multimodal transportation fund okay and uh we're going back and forth on some information right now so they have it um we're just hoping that they approve it and uh that'll be great for the area everybody yeah. mr Pappen included
0: uh, i was just going to ask you Aspiro uh, spiro um Pappen, yes. um the how is that going to help you then both market and continue to retain tenants once your new development up there is, is up
3: and running which is the old aim it, it, it'll help it'll help tremendously any any time you have a safe uh, a safe roadway for your for the customers uh, it it helps it helps tremendously it uh, it, it, would, it would it it'll be a good good thing to happen for 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 all retailers
0: the the always, I, I just want
3: yeah. I'm sorry go no, ahead no go ahead no, no, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, I was just going to say the Ollie's is 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 looking for a for I believe a March uh, 2017 opening date I think is their their hopeful what their target date is and you are um, looking for a tenant for the the one remaining retail space there in the building. Yes. Can, can you say are you looking for a, a restaurant tenant or a, a retail tenant or a clothing tenant? What kind of tenant are you looking for?
3: Well, I would I would probably have a, re, a retail tenant uh, for the 10,000 square feet. But the out parcel that we have down below on Walnut Street, I think, would make a great restaurant uh, uh, location.
0: Your dad doesn't want to come out of retirement, though, huh? <laughs> no, he doesn't
3: want to come out. No. <laughs> okay, okay. No. no. If,
0: if somebody was interested in that parcel or in the, the retail space that uh, you are developing there next to Ollie's in the old Ames yes. slash Zare store up there in McKeesport, how would they get in touch with you?
3: 724 494 2520. Okay. Seven, That's my cell phone number. I pick it up all the
0: time. 724-494-2520. It's, uh, I feel like we're on the, the, the showcase of homes there on uh, TV. Um, if you're interested, if you have an interest in the retail space that uh, Spiro Paffin is developing in uh, McKeesport next to Ollie's Bargain Outlet, uh, which is scheduled to open in March uh, 2017. Uh, Mr. Paffin, thank you so much for taking well, some time I do to talk to us.
3: Yeah. I do want to say it's been a pleasure working uh, with the uh, uh, officials there at McKeesport. They have been pro-development. Uh, from the start and very helpful to me and I really appreciate it and thank you and I uh, I can't thank him enough it's been it's been a pleasure working I work in many communities and this has been uh, this has been a pleasure to work in
0: well I was just going to ask a stupid question but maybe it isn't a stupid question this is you don't always get the reception um, in, in a community that that you, or the cooperation there or the help that you've gotten in the city of McKeesport
3: no, well, the city, you know, they require it done correctly. Yeah, you know, they don't. They're not giving you. Uh, they're not giving anybody a free pass. Uh-huh. To do it right. Everybody's on your side, and uh, I think we are doing it right. And from the mayor all the way to down AJ, and all the way down to the uh, zoning officer, they're all they're all you know looking out for us and helping us through any issue that we had that we are having. So it's, I, I really appreciate that.
0: Aj, I didn't set this up for you, so um...
3: <laughs> you're getting. Well, on, I mean, I, I
1: I really appreciate the kind words from Spiro, um, and 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 on behalf of the whole administration. You know, we're, we're just happy that we we share the vision of the development and success that he's going to have up there. Absolutely. We
0: have one more uh, quick break to take. Uh, A.J. Tedesco is our guest. He's the community development director in the city of McKeesport. We've also been talking with Spiro Pappin, uh, who's a real estate developer in Beaver County. He's developing the old Ames uh, Zare building up there next to Olympia Shopping Center. We've got just a couple more minutes, and you're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 88.1 WZUM, WMCK.FM Internet Radio, and TubeCityOnline.com. We'll be back for a final few minutes.
2: Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. And we're back for a final few minutes with A.J. Tedesco, Community Development
0: Director in the city of McKeesport. And we're talking about, strangely enough, community development in the city of McKeesport. We just heard from uh, Spiro Papin, who's uh, redeveloping uh, that parcel up there. And we've been talking a lot about business development um, in the city of McKeesport during this half hour. And the time goes so quick. But I do want to talk about something that that you brought up, which is neighborhood issues, uh, including people wanting to make sure that their neighbors are taking care of the yards or fixing their gutters that come down or keeping the garbage uh, cleaned up in the yard, uh, those kinds of things. In a city like McKeesport, that must be an ongoing battle for you.
1: Yeah, it is, especially with, uh, you know, like we always say, we have about 800 houses that that probably need torn down in the city. Uh So, I mean, between battling those and, 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 unfortunately, we do have our slumlords that we need to start holding accountable. To uh, take care of their rental properties. Well,
0: it's definitely a battle. And I don't want to steal uh, the mayor's thunder, but uh, he said this week that they are working, and, and, and I'm assuming you're involved with this as well, on a new landlord tenant ordinance and a, um, some new occupancy permit uh, legislation in the city.
1: Absolutely, yes. Um, we, will, we are tinkering with some of the laws. This was also in conjunction with uh, District Attorney Zapala in regards to our Landlord Tenant Act, um, and, and that will be being enforced in full. I'm um, going to say within the next couple of months. Okay. That's, uh, that's going to come to fruition. And also in the occupancy um, end of things, we are going to begin absolutely requiring um, before the sale of any property in the city um, that there has to be a, a – um, the building inspector get, gets inspected and has to issue an occupancy permit. Now,
0: the, the city solicitor Jason Elash was telling me this week that 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 technically is already in the city zoning ordinance that you have to have an occupancy permit before you sell a property. But he said it's it's very difficult to enforce the way the 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 the, the language is written.
1: Well, your your zoning is, is typically enforced through like civil court. Okay. I don't want to speak out of turn, yeah. on the solicitor, but um, the it's actually simpler. And if you look at some neighboring. Uh, communities like West Mifflin and, and Monroeville. Um, they actually pass separate ordinances just stating that clearly, what needs to be done, and then we can actually issue citations and go after them criminally.
0: You can just go to the magistrate then rather than having to file a lawsuit in Common Police Court downtown. Correct. Okay.
2: Correct.
1: Um,
0: if, if we just have just about two more minutes here left, if people want to get involved in their neighborhood, whatever neighborhood they live in in the city of McKeesport, um how would they get in touch with you and and what are some opportunities for them to get involved do they still have neighborhood task forces
1: yes there are several active neighborhood task forces in and, and, and if if your area doesn't have one um i mean we certainly would encourage you to to gather up with some neighbors and create one um but there are also local you know community groups um that are, that exist i know the uh there, there's one up in the uh near the, the library district Mm-hmm. of uh, the city, the, the cultural educational sector. They have a very, uh, a very active group led by Sherry Holland and, and Jim Butler. Um, they do a lot of work in that area. Um, the Lions Club, the local Lions Club, actually does a lot of, of volunteering in the area and a lot of things, a lot of help with our concerts and things of that sort.
0: And what sort of help um, does, uh, do you need from, from residents um, or property owners um, as the CD director?
1: Well, the help that we we would need is, is make sure you you know you keep your own parcel clean, uh-huh. and, and if you do see a a, a property that that isn't up to, to to the code, or you call and let us know. I I do not have a problem with people calling with complaints because we need to keep our neighborhoods clean,
0: uh-huh.
1: and and nobody wants to live in a neighborhood with high grass or or windows broken and things of that sort. And if it can be fixed, we're going to try to get it fixed. Um, but you also have to be patient and realize. Not every house can come down immediately. Mm-hmm. We're trying. Um, I believe probably in the last three years, three four years, we've t- torn down so many homes that it's amazing. But there still needs to be more to be torn down. I mean, we're we're tearing down homes in house now with yeah. our own public works crew that that is understaffed. I mean, we do not we have very small staff. People don't realize the attrition that we've had, but yet they're still out there, you know, tearing down these homes. But they're still out there. Uh, cutting vacant lots. They're still, yeah. you know, uh, salt in the roads, things of that sort. Um, so we're doing our best, and, but, you know, it, we're, it's going to take time. These, these 800 homes didn't become vacant overnight, so they're not going to get demolished overnight, but we'll, we'll do what we can.
0: I I think it was Elvis Presley who had a song called Clean Up Your Own Backyard. So uh, that could be the theme song maybe for next year. Uh, A.J. Tedesco is the Community Development Director in the city of McKeesport. A.J., give us the phone number one more time if people are interested in uh, opportunities for either residential or or commercial developments in the city.
1: 412-675-5020. My extension is 617. And Melissa's extension is 635. You've
0: been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, or those of WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple Apple's iTunes, or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, PO Box 94, the Keysport PA 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.
3: mm